0: Welcome to episode 187. Grace to you and peace from God, our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, I am going to continue talking about being endued with power and I made mention of the on the last episode that there was a scripture where I believe the church has been kind of messing up. God sees the end from the beginning. So I think Jesus knew that this was time was coming. Well, I know Jesus knew this time was coming. And I think that he knew that we were going to start using the church or the building or the pulpit or however you want to call it to help people with sin, but not necessarily help them with healing. And let's go to that scripture real quick. Now, Jesus was teaching in a synagogue, and you could say that they were having a church service. And I'm going to pick it up in Luke five seventeen. Now, it happened on a certain day, as he was teaching, that there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by, who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Then, behold, men brought on a bed a man who was paralyzed, whom they sought to bring in and lay before him. And when they could not find how they might bring him in because of the crowd... They went up on the housetop and led him down with his bed through the tiling into the midst before Jesus. When he saw their faith, he said to him, Man, your sins are forgiven you. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this who speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answered and said to them, Why are you reasoning in your hearts? Which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven you, or to say, rise up and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins, he said to the man who was paralyzed, I say to you, arise, take up your bed, and go to your house. Immediately he rose up before them, took up what he had been lying on, and departed to his own house, glorifying God. And they were all amazed. And they glorified God and were filled with fear, saying, we have seen strange things today. Now, I bring you that scripture and I bring you that story because I believe a lot of the church today is into, and I'm not against this, please hear my heart, but the church preaches that Jesus will save you from your sin and get you into heaven. But we got to beg and we got to plead God if we need a healing that our body, we're on our own down here now because of the apostolic period. And that's why I get so fired up about the apostolic period, because it just takes the burden of us figuring this thing out away from us. And we say, no, that that's expired. You know, there was an expiration date on all those miracles. We don't get the miracles. Now we got a God up in heaven. He's a heavenly father, but he's still a little bit angry and he's got his arms folded And the only time that he is going to heal somebody is if we get 100,000 people all together signing a petition and putting this guy on a prayer list and getting all these saints holding hands and singing Kumbaya, and this guy's going to get healed. God will unfold his arms, and he will reach out, and he will touch the person that needs healing. And that's why it's so hit and miss. And you see people go, well, I guess God didn't want to heal that person. It wasn't God's will to heal that person. And I want to remind you that every person that was brought before Jesus to be healed was healed by God. And I want to remind you that John 16, 7 said that it's to our advantage that Jesus leaves. Those were God's words. Those were not my words. Jesus told his disciples, and you and I, if we abide in his word, we're his disciples. So he's telling us it's to our advantage that the Holy Spirit comes And he leaves. And Jesus has gone. He's sitting at the right hand of the Father. The Holy Spirit is here. We just put him over in a corner because I believe, personally, I believe Satan has done a wonderful job of deception. And he's gotten everybody to think that this Holy Spirit is weird. You know, if you get baptized in the Holy Spirit, then you break up churches and you get all weird and you dance around and you jump pews and you scream and holler and act the fool. And I'm here to tell you, now I can be kind of foolish, but I don't act a fool because the Holy Spirit is on me or I've been endued with power. I act a fool because sometimes I'm just an idiot. I mean, I just can't help it. Sometimes I've got a disordered sense of humor, sometimes do stupid crap. And I know I'm not supposed to say crap, but I say it all the time, so just get over it. I think this is an important lesson and I think it's an important truth that we have got to come to grips with is Jesus is telling us, Hey, there's more to it than just being saved. There is forgiveness of sins, but there also is healing of the body. And I believe Jesus on purpose said, which is easier to say your sins are forgiven you or to say, rise up and walk. And then he says, so that you know that your sins have been forgiven. Also, get your butt up off of that paralytic bed, rise up and walk and that is what happened and that's what made people just marvel and if you go back to john or you go back to matthew 4:23 and jesus went about all galilee teaching in their synagogues preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people then his fame went throughout all syria and they brought to him all sick people who were afflicted with various diseases and torments and those who were demon-possessed, epileptics, and paralytics, and he healed them. It didn't say that he didn't heal a couple of them, or he only healed the people where you couldn't tell that he was healing, like a, a headache or a bad or a sore back or something like that. No, he healed all of them. If they were a paralytic, if two of their limbs wasn't working, when he walked away from Jesus, everything was working. Everybody could see what Jesus did And his fame went throughout the land. And this is the outpouring that I'm talking about. This is what I'm praying for, that the Holy Spirit would begin to be poured out. But there has to be faith for this outpouring. It is impossible to please God without faith. We need to start expecting this. We need to start looking for it. We need to start asking for it. We can't say apostolic period this is all null and void. We're just waiting to get to heaven. We're waiting for this return of Jesus. God told us to occupy until he returned. We are to be more than conquerors. We are to go kick the crap out of the gates of hell. And the way to do this is to release Jesus' pattern. And I'm going to talk about it again. The Jesus' pattern was to teach in their synagogues, to preach the gospel, and to heal all manner of sickness and disease. Jesus preached, he taught, and he healed. We need to preach, we need to teach, and we need to heal. We've got to do that. We can't just preach and teach because we get, if you see people, the the great apostasy that's coming, the falling away, if you can't see people walking away from the church, if you can't see people getting less interested in Jesus Then I don't know what you're looking at. I read an article that said that witchcraft has got billions with a B, billions of views on like TikTok and on Instagram. Billions. The falling away. People are searching, people are looking for answers. People are afraid. They're scared. They don't know where to turn. And the church is saying, yeah, you're a sinner. You're going to hell if you don't have Jesus. So get your butt in here and get Jesus and just get ready. God's coming back. But, you know, if you've got the cancer or if you've got a sore shoulder or if you've got a bum knee or a bad back, just hang on until Jesus comes. That is not the Jesus pattern. God told Jesus to have a seat at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. Jesus has done everything that he was going to do. He said it was finished. Those three words are the most powerful words probably ever spoken because it was a done deal. And the it is everything. That is the healing. We we read Isaiah. I'm going to go back to Isaiah 53. And let's start in verse 3. He is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid Scripture, and I've already talked about how Isaiah was looking into the future. I think it was like 700 years before Christ was born that Isaiah saw this by the Spirit. And he is describing the crucifixion, and he's describing all this stuff. And we've got to believe by faith that Jesus has got all this done. Jesus fulfilled every scripture that was written about him and for him, and he has destroyed the grip that Satan had on the world. In the Old Testament, Satan is rarely mentioned because there was no answer for him. Jesus, when people when you hear that Jesus is the answer, they're not talking about, you know, maybe some people are saying well Jesus is the answer, but Jesus was the answer to sin, to death, to hell, the grave. Jesus answered every thing on the cross, and he lived a perfect life and died a perfect death. So you and I, by faith, can accept the redemptive properties that come with salvation. And it's not just getting out of this place and getting to heaven. It's not pulling ourselves out of hell only. It is abundant life here and in heaven. We are to live abundantly here. And abundant life for me is healed and it's free and it's with peace and love and joy And I'm rattling on, and I need to close this thing down. I just looked at the clock. God, I thank you so much for your word. Jesus, thank you for coming and dying for me and taking those stripes. And Holy Spirit, thank you for being with me and never leaving me nor forsaking me. And for this believer or for this listener, you have never left them nor have forsaken them. And you've done everything once for all all sin, all sickness, all disease. God, I understand that we have to die of something, but Lord, you have a day for each one of us. And Satan is a punk. And I bind up all of his deception on this healing and on this endued with power. And if I've said anything that is out of line, Holy Spirit, I pray that you would correct it in this listener's ears and in their mind, will and emotions in their soul. But God, I thank you for your word, and I thank you for allowing me to get into it and try to figure this thing out. And I thank you for this listener who's coming on this journey with me. God, we thank you. We love you. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you for being a part of this, and I look forward to visiting with you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast at www.nodoubtonlybelieve.com.